This program is made possible by the friends and partners of Curator Ministries. Well, welcome back, everybody. Welcome to The Table. You're here with Pastor Maria Reynolds. I'm in the studio today with my producer, Sam, my husband, Doug, and our new friend from church, Brandon Perry. Thank yeah. you, Brandon, no, for being here with us no today. No problem. No problem. Glad to have him. Glad to be here. Glad to be Thank here. Thank you. Well, for those who are listening and haven't had the pleasure of meeting him just yet, Doug and I, um, well, let's go back a little bit. So I'm Facebook friends with your girlfriend, uh-huh. Chrissy, and so um, I just got to see and follow you a little bit on your journey with your ultra marathons. For sure. And when I say beast, I mean, I don't know anybody else in your category. I promise you, I don't think I've met anyone that has has accomplished the physical feats that you have. And, I, and I'm in the fitness world. So I was just in awe. And I was like, I've got to meet this guy. And so when I first met you downstairs, um, you just shared just a little blurb of your testimony. And you asked Doug, I, I was captured by you. I'm like, we got to have that guy on. I got to hear, I got to hear about this. So would you tell us a little bit, just a little bit about your testimony? Oh, sure. Um, yeah. I'm Brandon Perry. I'm originally from the cross lanes, Charleston area. And, uh, I grew up typically I went to, you know, cross lanes Christian, uh, throughout school, went to, uh, West Virginia state for the, my undergrad, but throughout the whole, Throughout my whole lifetime, I played basketball in middle school and high school, but I was always the still being active. I was always chubby. I was always overweight and everything. And I come from a family of, you know, I say we're not tall people. We're wide people mm-hmm. and everything like that. And so, you know, diabetes and heart issues and everything that you can think of that comes with obesity, it kind of runs in my family and everything and so i've always kind of grew up you know just eating if it was processed if it was fast food you know my parents still cooked healthy but i you know i loved all the snacks i had all the snacks yeah you know little debbie could have been my nickname and everything (laughs) and so but yeah and it got to a point to where went through middle school, high school, and then when I went to college, I always my joke with myself, and I can laugh about it now, I always ate like an offensive lineman, but I never played football mm. <laughs> and everything. And so I was a big boy. I got up to around 2006 to 2010 was probably my biggest weight, and that was right after high school and college. I was probably around 320, 330 pounds mm-hmm. right in that area. And so that's when we kind of had to make a change and everything like that. And so... Yeah. What got you to a place where you realize, okay, this is it. This is time for a change. Well, in between, it was, I got tired of being, you know, you, you, you convince yourself throughout life that everything is fine and everything. And I, you know, looking in the mirror, everything is fine. And I got, just got tired of, you know, when I would go play, you know, church league or rec league basketball, being called big guy. Or something like that, or being called just you know, I got the big guy over there. I got the big guy, and I'm like, ah, that they're always talking about me. And so, long before I do what I do now, I used to at the Charleston YMCA. I used to be the director of the after school program. Well, they have a gym, obviously, you know, <laughs> the Charleston YMCA. Well, I never utilized it, and so, you know, working there, you get the free membership, and so I said, one just it was. I guess over the course of a couple weeks, 
I just said, let me just go walk in the actual gym area mm-hmm. and everything. And so for my first couple of years, it was literally Monday, Wednesday and Friday. I would go and just get on the elliptical for 30 minutes mm-hmm. and everything. And then for the for the extra 30 minutes, when I say this, I mean this in all respect. I said, I'm going to go do the old people weights. Yeah. And that was the machine weights oh, and everything yeah. like that. Because I was like, I have to start somewhere. Yeah. Because the regular gym the with the free weights that intimidated i had i knew nothing oh it's about in the basement that. for us it's in the basement and the two the two worlds never collide for sure yeah the young people who are super buff are in the basement and the old people because for us at the y here the, the those machines are adjacent to the ellipticals you can see them okay. and it's all on the same floor yes. here yes. <laughs> and that's how i treated the free weights and the treadmills because i was like i'm not ready for the treadmills yes. yet let's stick to this elliptical here this looks fun it looked fun mm-hmm. and everything you know? <laughs> and so it's manageable for sure <laughs> and so i can you know work out and everything like that and i and you know obviously when you get started everything's a phase when you get started you know let's try this out let's let's get it started and so i did that for my first year couple years and just to get used to it just gets used to sweating and i found out i like sweating I like working. I yes. like getting hot. I like seeing sweat drip off my face and my body and everything mm-hmm. like that. So that's where the whole the dream started and everything. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, yeah. That's interesting because it really. I told Doug this um, just this morning. We're having a conversation about about health, and I w- I worked in the gym uh, business for several years, and I, f- I don't know if this is your experience, but I feel like there is a four week window that you're either going to hook or you're not. Mm-hmm. The first week, you come in and it's intimidation. Like, honestly, walking through the front door is the hardest thing you're going to do day one. 100%. That's the hardest thing you're going to do is t- talk yourself out of the car, walking in because you have all of these misconceptions. For sure. And you're like, oh, people are going to stare at me. I'm not n- literally not going to know how to work the machines. Yeah. You have all these things running through your mind. And it's the enemy trying to keep you planted where you're at. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And so... You get to that place where you walk through the door. You maybe fumble around. You find somebody or figure it out, and you start to feel it's a little bit, a little bit of self confidence, a little bit of accomplishment that first week. Yes. But then the second week hits, and your body's aching. Yeah. Because you're working things you ain't worked in a minute. For sure. You know what yeah. I mean? Or at all. Or at all. <laughs> or ever. Yeah. Yes. For sure. And you're like, whoa! I don't know if I like this feeling. And a lot of people will end right there. Mm-hmm. They're like, I don't want to hurt myself because they don't understand the difference between an injury and hurting. There you go. There's a difference between working a muscle and it being sore, and yes. you have injured yourself, and that's part of listening to your body. But they haven't they haven't learned that yet. That's a that's a muscle you got to learn 100%. too. How to listen to your body? Oh my goodness, the mental side of it for yes. sure. Because for the most people that you know, I grew up active, but not really active like that. And you know, just the whole, you know, just like I'll tell runners now, you know, we'll talk and say, "Are you hurt? Or are you hurting?" Mm-hmm. That's two different things. If you're you know if you're hurt, we need to talk about it. If you're hurting. Let's, you know, okay, okay, let's kind of, that's that's all, you know, in your mind, mm-hmm. but for sure. And that's, and you, we're in the perfect time of the year to where, you know, it's New Year's, so New Year's resolutions, everybody has these goals mm-hmm. and everything. So it's a whole lot of, you walk in the gym and you, I mean, depends on your confidence level, but if you're somebody with low self-esteem, low confidence, you think everybody in that gym is more in shape than you. Yes. And my biggest misconception now i'd say i am let's say i'm 12 years into the journey that i'm into i assume that everybody that was skinny 
that was that if you are skinny you are super in shape right found that i was wrong and yes. everything i was just, some people can eat whatever and still look like just have whatever. a heck of a metabolism for sure mm-hmm. and everything and so uh, and i just grew up thinking like oh well so-and-so's wearing a small you know jeans shirt they must be they must have it all together i said oh no you don't you're just had things haven't caught up with you yet or it's just whatever you're showing some people actually show it and some people won't hit until later, you know, and so, yes, but I believe that the confidence part, just walking in there that first week, just like, okay, convincing yourself that you belong, because hmm. we all at some point, even as bulletproof as we think as we are sometimes, that we need to feel like we belong somewhere, especially if you're going to go to a gym. You'd be part of a community in the for fabric. For sure. Yeah. For 100%. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've said it a thousand times. I am not regimented enough to do it alone. I have to have some level of accountability, even if I don't know you. Yeah. But if I come into a class and I know the face is there and I and I think you're going to miss me if I don't show up, it's a level of accountability. I'm going to show up at 8 o'clock because the class is showing up at 8 o'clock. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And I will prioritize that in my schedule because it's, I'm accountable to something. But it's just easy then to wake up in the morning at 8 o'clock if you're not accountable. Like, oh, I'd rather just sleep in. I can just do whatever. Right. Yeah. And that's why I always – it's a – gift and a curse because I always you know when you see people come to the gym they have workout buddies mm-hmm. or something I said that's good but I said the bad part about it is I said always assume that I don't care if it's your best friend mom dad family whoever as far as working out one of these days their motivation is not going to be as up as yours that's true and so what's going to happen when you're going to the gym with them, you're going to the gym, you're going to the gym, and you wake up one morning and the, your workout partner doesn't exactly want to go? What are you going to do then? Yeah. And, and so that's when you kind of see and that's the difference between motivation and discipline. That's mm-hmm. what I had to learn. That's good. Between, you know, the, you, you can get motivated to go in the gym or go, or go outside or train for a 5K or train for whatever. But sooner or later, that initial high is going to subside. And then that's when I think the discipline kind of kicks in. And that's who you really find out. Am I doing this for myself? Am I doing this for others? Am I doing this? You know, that's I have seen I have been through that myself and I have witnessed a ton of that. So that's what I'm all I'm all about accountability partners and buddies. Mm -hmm. And if it's in state or out of state, but I'm mostly about, okay, make sure we have a internal goal. Because that internal goal is what gets you up, gets you there. A thousand What's percent. Internal goal? My internal goal is yeah. just uh, just to be better. I always have a go- on Facebook whenever I put all my running stats at the end of the year. I said the goal is the same as last year. Just do it better than last year. Do it bigger and better than last year. That's been the that's been one simple goal and everything. Now I have a bunch that's layered. I have a bunch of simple goals within that. But the main thing is, all right, whatever I did last year, let's look at it. Can we improve by five or ten percent this year? Mentally, physically, spiritually all of it can i improve and so that's how i approach each year and then if i have a particular race or something like that then we can get more specific but that's mm-hmm. the main goal yeah. i think it's an excellent point and that's something i used to do with my clients day one to even see if we were even a fit mm-hmm. as i would say what what do you want to get out of this that's you write it down now it's a measurable goal it's a measurable thing i can look back at this in a month six months three whatever year and i can say okay I am improving or I'm stagnant, but you have to be training for something. Even if it's just for life, you got to be training for something. Well, and that's the thing too. And you, and I'm, you probably get a lot more because you'll say, okay, you'll see people in, am I training for the summer? 
you know, because oh, I got to train for going on vacation or I'm training for this wedding yeah. or I'm training for this, this. And I'll say, OK, or even even now, even now, uh, this is the perfect time of year, especially January. For, I'm doing a 30 day cleanse. Yeah. OK, well, one day 31 gets here. What are we doing? Right. You know what I'm saying? Have a, we got to have a plan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the whole, that's my whole, like, have a plan. And, but a as sustainable you, plan. For sure. Because, and just like with my main thing, as much as the gym and the physical, I had to learn how to, I had to dumb myself down when I first started this, as in learning how to read a nutritional label correctly. Because the eating, the nutritional side was my biggest I love going to the gym. I love doing that. But when I'm alone in the kitchen or I'm passing McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King, all that stuff, it's just, hey, let's work on self-control. Let's work. The moderation has been my main word these last 12 years, like mm. learning how to, you know, you can still have the stuff you like, but know how to cut it off. You cannot work a bad diet. You can't. And, you and can't. yeah, and that's the one of the most cliche things, but it's so true. Mm-hmm. You can do all this stuff. And you can go ruin it in one drive through trip. And that's defeating for people. Mm-hmm. I, when I worked with people, that was the most defeating thing. They were like, I'm putting all this work in. And here was the funny thing I found with people is they would do really, really well Monday through Friday and then blow it on the weekends. Yeah. Just eat whatever they want on the weekends because they, they thought they could. And I'm like, you're re, you're resetting every weekend mm-hmm. and you're starting over on Monday. You're not getting anywhere because you're blowing it. It's okay to have a cheap meal, not a cheap weekend. Yeah. You know? Let me be honest. I, for the last... 12 years i'm a robot you can even ask chrissy i am a robot super clean monday through friday and sunday like holiday saturday is my cheat day mm-hmm. saturday's the day if i want it i'm going to now not going overboard but if i want it i'm going to get it mm-hmm. and everything if i want fries we're getting fries we're going to pizza we're getting pizza but i have it it kind of goes it goes with my it's usually my long run day so i'm getting a long run long so i i justify i've justified that <laughs> with myself and how long so, is a long run for you a long run depends what i'm training for if let's say an average my average like last weekend me and my buddy uh we went on the canal trails over here and we did a marathon 26.2 oh and on the trails that took <laughs> us a little right at five hours so that was five hours in the morning and everything and so and then like on saturday is my long run day and then sunday is my medium like we did 26 on saturday and we did 13 on sunday just to kind of the day after the day after and so usually when you all see me at church the morning i had ran went took a shower and then i'm just barely getting to church on time and everything Mm -hmm. like that and so but yeah that's the long run day so i'm already burning in my in my head i'm justifying all right i've burnt 35 40 calories i can do whatever i want today and everything and which is not always the proper mindset and everything like that but that's i'm being honest right now i'm being a little transparent but so i understand what you if the less active you are obviously the more on point the diet has to be and Mm -hmm. everything like that and so you know i had to learn how to cook like just cook different healthy stuff and everything i'm a big you know I, I eat a lot of eggs a lot of rice a lot of different styles of chicken a lot of different things like that but i had to learn to stop going out all the time eating well now, tell me more about that i had to learn i had to because and this has happened this is probably year like let's say in the journey year one through five i had a big circle of friends and everything i used to be the type of person i'm 36 now so in my early 20s if my phone wasn't ringing or something off the hook i thought something was wrong Mm. nowadays if it's not christmas or my birthday or something's going (laughs) on and then my phone is something's wrong and so (laughs) what i'm saying is 
I had to learn the hard way, and this is the first time in my life in my early 20s when I was trying to do something right for myself, as in when I started going to the gym, when I started learning how to eat, well, I started going out to eat less. Mm. So I found out things I had I thought I had in common with my friends. All of a sudden, we got little less things in common because mm. I'm not going out as much. You know, if we're going to watch a game or just go out to celebrate. For me, it was like, all right, well, I'm only doing this one time a week or one time every couple of weeks. I'm not doing this every other day like I used to. Mm-hmm. And so that's what to learn to be satisfied with that because not just affecting my physical health, but my mental health. And I found out I was you know, quote unquote, losing quote unquote friends in yeah. the process. So I, I was going through a whole journey at one time and I was confused because, you know, you find out who is with you and who's not as in who's, you know, supporting you because I'm, this was the first time in my entire life I was doing this for myself. Yeah. I was doing, I was a big follower, elementary school, junior high, high school. If they're doing it, I'm doing it. Yeah. Cause I just want to be a part. Now, when I discovered the health side of things and running, this is the first thing I want to do for myself. You find out like, oh, well, we have less and less in common with Brandon, less and less. Mm-hmm. So we start, you know, you, instead of talking every day, you talk every other day. Then that comes every other week. And then if it wasn't for Facebook, I wouldn't know when your birthday was. That's how yeah. it's, you know, it's like yeah. that type of that's, you know. Yeah. Did you find um, I found this when I really first started? Um, I used to do um, uh, figure competitions okay and so I, I i understand i can identify with you because you just i just can't go out to dinner and eat like that for sure so those are just social things we just can't do yep. anymore um did you find that part of that pulling away from your friends was that as you improved it almost like it shined a light on to the insecurities that they had. 100%. And that was hard. I, I'll give you a prime example. I'll, I still get a couple of times every single month. If I haven't seen someone in a long time and they'll see me, uh, everyone that I in, that I know have gotten used to me losing the, the weight and everything like that. Once, you know, 120, 130, 140 pounds, okay. But then when I see them now, the insecurities will come out. If I say, if I saw you in the grocery store and me and you are coming and then all of a sudden they'll say before they even say hey brandon how you doing they'll be like oh brandon i'm trying to eat right yeah i'll be like i didn't even ask it i didn't even say hey how you doing but you know that's what they'll immediately say because they think that i'm judging yes because how i live i'm like how i live is not how you live you know that's fine and so if you if we want to talk about that we can but that's how i get approached and everything and so yeah yeah Yeah. it's It's, very interesting it hurts my heart for sure because i think about i think about people who are just trying to start I say all that to say this. People are just starting to try to have that journey themselves. If they don't realize that that's what's happening, it's easy for them to stop. For sure. Because that's really hard yes. to feel like you're losing friends. For sure. Or to feel like your friends feel like, you know, or feel like you're judging them. Because I did that. They, I would walk in someone's house like, oh, don't judge me. I've got chips like that. I'm like, exactly. I'm not judging you. Exactly. I'm not judging you. Yeah. Or even now, they'll, without even prompting or asking, you know, they'll say, oh, I couldn't do what you do. I, you mm-hmm. know, I, I can't, I can't exercise like it. Well, you, you don't even know what I do. Exactly. It's interesting. And then I'll, then one of my, my other comment to that is like, I can't do what you do or, or, I don't see how you do that. For I said, you don't have to. I said, I run. I lift weights a little bit, but I run. Running is my thing. Trail running is my thing. I said, you don't have to run. There's 3,000 different things you can do for fitness besides run, jump rope, skip, 
ski what you know there's classes i used to do when i first got i did boot camp classes for the for my first few years mm-hmm. that's what i did and you know that was my sense of it was accountability mm-hmm. and i knew i was serious about fitness because i had to pay for these classes yes that's when i first realized that okay i'm making a shift i started working out on the weekends and i started paying for work at workout classes i said all right i've, I've hit a new this is past the phase yeah. category for me and yeah. everything. now it's an investment it's an investment for it's sure an investment and people i don't think see it quite like that no. that you're investing in yourself your body and well is you're investing in the long term instead of you know i'm not gonna lose this 10 20 pounds in the first week like you might not you didn't and i always my counter to that is did you did you gain it in one week you didn't it, yeah it took a long time to gain so it might take even longer for you to to do it the healthy way right you know and that's the thing the sustainable way for sure because you could you could do a a cleanse or you could do you know a a liquid diet for 10 days and you could probably gain lose 10 pounds but it's not sustainable and And it comes back just as quick as it came on and then it's defeating and some and then it's defeating for sure yeah then you see people cycle in and out of that or you know i've been asked you know not a lot lately but mainly when i was first losing because i lost the old-fashioned way Mm-hmm. It was just a lot of, I was just watching what I ate. You know, I my first couple years of my diet, I was eating the same things. I just halved it. Okay. Before I turned all the way with the nutritional side, I was eating almost the exact same thing. I just said, all right, let's just go half of that and let's see what happens and everything. And I started to see some initial uh, things. And, and it's just the fact that it, it it took me a little bit because... You know, you want to you want to feel like you belong, but you're still losing people at the same time. Yeah. So you want to feel like you belong to something, but as you're belonging to something else, you're losing what your your comfort. I call it the comfort pillow. Mm-hmm. Mm, your friend's lifestyle is that comfort pillow that you, you know. And so, I always say, you know, I am you know intrinsically motivated. As in, you know, a lot of people have to f- find certain motivations you know do different things i have learned through my through these last several years that i can pick something in my head and just focus on that and i'll be fine i don't you know outside motivations only go so far Mm -hmm. with me you know the whole you know i'm not a big quote guy i don't like the quotes i don't like the you know i'm saying the quotes i call it the quotes are fine (laughs) but i'm just like what about you like can you work out and live healthy for you or your kids or something that means everything to you that can get you up in the morning and say, OK, I'm going to live healthy, like reasonably healthy, because you, and I know you've seen it, too, especially people are now. Let's go super hard at this workout or this diet or whatever. They're going so hard that they burn themselves out. Yeah, you With, know, well intentioned for sure. The, well the intentioned. best intentions, yes. But they have; they're just thinking about it, or they're keeping themselves away from the stuff that they like mm-hmm. so long, and then all of a sudden, when they go back, they're they're binging. They're going all the way back because oh, they because the dam just broke. Yeah, the dam just broke, yes. and now I don't want a cookie. I want all the cookies. for sure, all the cookies for sure. Well, we're gonna put a pin in it right here. Go to a commercial break, and we come back. We're gonna talk a little bit about Brandon's physical journey, and I would like to talk a little bit about how what you think about physical health impacting mental health. That's right. We'll get back to that as soon as we get back. We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. 
First-time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax-deductible. Join us as we change the world. Well, welcome back, everybody. Again, we're here with Brandon Perry, and we're talking about uh, physical fitness, not just for like losing weight, um, but just for quality of life, because that's what I found with, with my journey, is it really was a, qual- a quality of life um, investment for myself. And I mentioned earlier that um, my experience was with clients is that if you could get them to commit to the process for four weeks, then it almost became, it went from becoming a habit, I'm habitually doing this thing, They've gotten past the mental block or the fear of coming in and starting something new. Mm-hmm. They've pushed past the sore muscles and the being uncomfortable. Now they've started to feel better. But that fourth week, mm, the new smells were off. Yeah. It's harder to get out of the bed at five in the morning sure. to come see me at six. For sure. Or they're tired at the end of the day. They'd really rather go home mm-hmm. and go to bed than come in at seven in the afternoon. If you can push past that four-week marker... What became a habit will now be a part of your life sure. that you will actually start to look forward to. Because I don't know, Brandon, if you can identify with this, but for me, I can tell you there is a correlation between my physical health and my mental and emotional health. I've always said to get the best version of me is after a good workout or knowing something for sure. Even if the workout went horribly wrong, if it went bad or if I was extra tired, I always feel a little better about everything Mm -hmm. after a good sweat after a good workout if it's lifting weights if it's running i always feel slightly better about even if i had a bad day at work or just having a bad if i'm just down Mm -hmm. like at least for a little bit i know for these next couple hours i can kind of put that to the side a little bit and while i'm some physical exertion and everything like that well that's the thing and and i don't know if you experience this too doug but you know we have very fast-paced, demanding lives, and I can tell you that I could easily see myself having to deal with anxiety issues, 100%. but for this outlet. But I know for the next hour, I literally can't think about the things of my life because I am thinking about this thing in front of me. I'm I'm breaking down reps, or I'm breaking down paces, or whatever the case is. It is a mental break, and there is something about being physically depleted that actually makes you feel better yes as bizarre as that sounds i love getting tired yes uh, for for that reason you know that the the being exhausted being like huh but you earn that mm-hmm. the, you earn i've learned to love that earned soreness the next couple of days like okay this is earned soreness. Badge of honor. yeah <laughs> yeah now after some of these long races I might need a handicap sticker while I'm going to park somewhere. Now, that soreness is kind of, yes. I go back and forth. Do I love this and everything yes. like that? But, yeah, I, it's it's something about, you know, and I tell people all the time, like, as much as this has done for me physically, the mental side of this, yes. I, it's two times as much. I feel the first time I had to go buy a belt for the right reasons. The first time I had to get, got to wear some clothes that actually fit me instead of just wearing something that covers everything up. The first time I felt comfortable in my own skin. Yes. That was such a good feeling. That's, and it for me, it didn't happen until literally a few years ago that mm-hmm. I looked in the mirror and I said, okay, this is, I, this, I, can, I can smile yeah. at myself. Yeah. How far bit. along the journey were you at that point? So this was probably after my first 
60 or 70 pounds and everything when I lost like you know you can look in the mirror and that's when you're starting well obviously before you can see changes before that but that's when I could literally physically I went to the store a couple times then the people's like Brian those clothes are getting a little big on you now that's some of the best oh it's the best compliment oh Oh, Best that's compliment. just if I could go back to that time like that's some of the when everything was a little more simple for me Brandon you know these clothes are getting too big you might need to buy some smaller stuff and I then I had to say oh well this life is getting a little more pricey than I thought because I might <laughs> have to go buy some more stuff but, but it was good but yes. yeah 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 so this is one thing that I would love to pick your brain about um you train ultras we mm-hmm. talked you said a little bit a, a little while ago just the, the sheer distance what do you do to in recovery? What does your recovery look like on a weekend, day in, day out, to keep your body performing where it's not breaking down? For sure. Um, I, a lot of, I'll take a couple of Epsom salt baths every now and then. Um, I'm a big investor of the foam, the massage gun. Okay. Massage, I have a foam roller. Um, and just knowing when to put my feet up for a little bit. But I'll, but I'll, it's so old school, but in the morning, I'll do a 10 or 15 minute stretch. Then before I go to sleep, I'll do a 10 or 15 minute stretch. It's something simple, you know, something just to know, because I was like, you know, obviously, and even though I'll say I'm 36 and it sounds like, oh, you're not old, but I know the same thing I, I can tell at 30 and 36, like it's taking a little bit yeah. longer to bounce yeah. back and everything. So I said, let's treat recovery actually more I treat recovery more important than I actually do the regular process because I want to keep this up because I don't do these runs and these lifts for I I love to race and I love to do that. But I want to do this when I'm 46, 56, 66. So this is the long game for me. So what can I do now that's going to set me up for the long term? Yes. I think that's so important because, again, that's that sustainability component. Can I do the same thing in January as I'm doing in June as I'm doing in December? Right. Eating and with the physical. Yes. Because mm-hmm. if it's not, then it's a fat. It's not. And it's not it's not sustainable. It's not because the, the last you know I'll say you know Brandon you're on this diet. I said this diet's been going on for 12, 13 years. I said we're past the diet phase now. I think we're I think this is my life and everything. So <laughs> I still laugh because I'll get that every now and then as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, what advice would you give someone um, who is just not feeling good in their own skin? Maybe you've gotten a doctor's report. Hey, we're we're on the verge of diabetes, or maybe they're full fledged diabetic. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you tell that person who's listening? Like they just don't know where to start. You have to pick a small goal, small goals, because let's say the goal is to, oh, I want to lose 50 pounds. Well, let's, let's work on five. Yeah. That's good. Or let's work on, Hey, I don't, you know, I don't like to, some people don't like to work out. That's not, you know, some people don't like to, you know, well, let's work on, let's do some walking. Let's do, you know, let's, let's not even walking around the block. Let's walk around the house a few times. Let's get outside. Let's do, you know, let's do that. And let's build off of that. Mm -hmm. And that's when you can bring in, you know, an accountability part. I know the big things. I know a lot of people with their iPhones, they have the Apple health Mm -hmm. and you can share your steps. You can share. Fitbit was big back in the day. It still yeah. is big, but it was, you know, I know Apple's kind of taken over everything. And so just find something every day that gets you excited as in you know, find something through me. I didn't know that I liked kale and spinach before all this. That stuff was nasty to me as I thought growing up as a kid. Yeah. 
But now, you know, you grow up and you learn to appreciate, oh, you know, you learn different things. So I've actually learned different ways to cook, different ways to do different things. And so something small, something small as in, okay, today I'm going to get out and I'm, you know, instead of, you know, sitting on the couch all day let's go out and walk around the house a couple times Mm -hmm. and then you know let's do it for let's you know let's do it four times now or if you're furious it was going to the gym or going somewhere let's just walk in the gym one day yeah Yeah, do anything this first just walk in there to see what it's like i did that i walked in my first day in the gym i walked in the gym stood there walked around looked at the machines and walked out Mm mm-hmm that was day one. Just to see. Just to get, just like, okay, I can walk. I literally can walk yep. in and no one's going to stare at me. And the next day I walked in, I learned how to use one machine. Yep. One. one machine. And that's how I started. Yep. That's how I started. And it, it all depends on your confidence level because one of my biggest fears was, you know, because I have, you know, for me, I got to have a playlist. I got to have music on. Oh, yeah. So I got to have, you know, I don't, the, the people that can go in the gym and just work out and just with sounds, like ringing them. I can't I said, hear myself ah. breathe. I can't do that. Well, the real <laughs> thing is, I actually heard myself breathe a couple times. I'm like, all right, if I'm hearing myself breathe like this, the person next to me is really hearing. Like, I, you know, that's the whole self esteem. Yeah. Like, if I'm hearing, you know, and so just the whole, hey, or if you like walking outside, let's just go walk down the block. Or if you have a trail system or a sidewalk system that's safe and everything let's go out and just just walk for 10 20 minutes it doesn't have to be you know i do these longer races and but it all started for me my first major running goal was to run a 5k without stopping yeah that was my first major running goal me too i said can i and it was back in in charleston you know well they're everywhere but the susan g Komen 5ks it was every may and i remember i told my dad i was like okay and this is six months out i said all right my goal is just to do this without stopping and i remember my first 5k time goal i did it it took me 36 or 37 minutes but i didn't stop the entire time you might as well told me i won the lottery yeah. That you know, because that's how it felt, and sometimes I wish we can go back. I can go back because things were simple back then. I'm super into everything, numbers wise, and different <laughs> things now. If I could, those goals were so simple back then, in yeah. everything for me. So yeah, yeah. But what I, what one the one thing I would love for the listeners to also understand is when you get that first win, oh. like you just said, my my goal. This is my goal. Sit down today. What is my goal? Yeah. What do I want? And then put yourself a time on, on that goal. Not not like you said, my goal isn't to lose 50 pounds. Right. Okay, that's too broad. I want to lose five pounds and I want to lose it in two months. And Give me a goal and a timeline. And also is and you just said it, what do I want instead yes. of what do I want people to see me as? Yes. That's I have learned that, you know, because everybody has their own level of how they want to be perceived, how they want to be looked at. And I had to say, okay, what do I want out of me? And I said, if I think if I'm doing this correctly, how I think this everything else and everybody else, it'll work itself out yep. and everything like that. And so it was a, I, I'd, it's such a small step in the whole grand scheme of things, but it's just a fact of you have to do this for yourself or it won't last as much as we can be fairy tale and Disney movie about this. A lot of people fail at these diets because it's it has to be for you, you you know yeah. yourself. That's it, and or it won't happen. Yeah. That's the cold hard truth about it and everything. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people fail. That's why a lot of people stop, start, stop, start, and they wonder why they're not doing anything. Well, 
because you keep stopping and starting. Right. Your body is confused yeah. the entire time. And so when your body's confused, your body gets stressed. When your body's stressed, for the majority of people, your body just holds on to that weight because your body's stressed out. Yeah. Your body doesn't know the difference between workout stress and life stress. It's the same stress to your body because yeah. it's doing the same thing on the inside. So yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, I think that I, I think if I could give anyone a word of encouragement or a starting point is to just state a goal, what you want for yourself. Yeah. Give yourself a timeline and then be realistic. What can I do to get to that point? And I promise you, promise you, promise you, when you get to that point and you get that first W and you start to feel good, you won't even realize how bad you felt. That's exactly what it is. Well, and the first thing, you know, before I started, you know, sometimes that win is looking at like the looking in the mirror and seeing it. Mm-hmm. Because when I was first losing, I could tell I didn't notice at first. A lot of people, I used to have real chubby cheeks. So my people, so a lot of people, Brandon, your face is getting smaller. Mm-hmm. Even before the rest of my body got smaller and everything. And so, you, you know, as much as I always claimed, oh, I don't care what anybody else thinks. Oh, that felt so good. You know, I, you know. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the first, when I was doing the first 5K, that's when my body was shrinking so i got to see it in the mirror and then i got to see it me physically doing so i got to see kind of both things and it was like okay this this is working this stuff is working and everything and so once you see something that works and but i you had i had to get satisfied with all right i wasn't doing a name brand diet you know a lot yeah. of people look at these diets and it's like all right well what, what's the name of the diet yeah no, no. My name of my diet is, you know, the moderation. Let's work on some stuff. I, if I actually talk to you about my diet, it would actually probably, it's boring. Yeah. But I think boring over time works. Yes. In everything because it's just, you're just developing habits. The same thing I eat in January, I can eat it in March. I can eat it in the summertime. I can eat it in the wintertime and everything. Yes. I, you know, and so it's just super small things that I had to do for myself. And you have to learn to be the quote unquote, outsider or the weird person because (laughs) if say in your workplace or your social life you are going to be because you're doing stuff that you're not you haven't been doing you know all of a sudden you're looked at oh boy you're you're eating that yeah i had uh so it was a couple years ago uh, a couple family members said brandon are you uh are you do you you just eat like fruits and berries all day And I go, well, I eat fruits and fruits and berries, but I eat a, lo- a lot of other things because a lot of people think that when you diet, like I'm restricting myself of every single thing. Yeah, that I diet like. isn't deprivation. No, that's not what it means. There it is. Yeah, for it's sure. Not deprivation. And I had to learn. For me, it wasn't. Even the, I had to learn to because I grew up on Kool Aid. Mm-hmm. sweet teas mm-hmm. sodas mm-hmm. i call it the empty calories that's what i grew up on you know and so i had to learn that was probably the hardest so the working out i could do even the eating okay it took an adjustment but just the whole drink like oh i love a mountain dew or i love a pepsi or i love sweet tea mcdonald's sweet tea used to be my holy that used to be my church <laughs> <laughs> that used to <laughs> that used to you know i come to church you know and and I come to church now and get a fulfillment out of that, but going there on whatever day, whatever time of the day, that used to be my Sunday service was that. Oh, my goodness. You know, and I won't sit here and tell you. I haven't had it in a long time. It's probably still really good, but I have learned over the years. He said that today. Yeah. You stopped drinking. Okay, I, t- I tell you, I I will have the zeros every now and then, but the only time I will have a regular soda is 
some of these longer races, the aid stations, they'll have like a regular Coke. Or oh, race, yes. Right? And I'll drink There's it, nothing and better. I'll go, I'll drink, you know, mm. is this what the kids are talking about? You know, <laughs> <laughs> this, yes. is, is this what real sugar is? Is this what it is? You, you know? come to the top of that hill and you see a Coke on the aid stage. Oh. It's like seeing the promised land. Oh, my You goodness. give me Coke and a cookie. I mean, oh. I might as well have seen Jesus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'll tell people, oh, you know, you know, Brandon did it. Her, I was like, I, I think I saw Jesus twice. Yeah. Uh. I think I saw him and everything, and it came in the form of a Coke and a couple <laughs> Oreos and everything at three in the morning at mile seventy five yeah. and everything. Yeah. And so, yeah. One of my favorite stories: he and I were running a trail run together, and it was one of those where they marked it as a as a thirteen mile run, but it was as the crow flies, so it was more like twenty four. I mean, it was up there. For it was sure. we had not trained appropriately because we thought it was just thirteen, and we get to what I think is going to be the last mile of the race and the lady's like I'm sorry ma'am there's there's three more miles to this and I was like I can't do this I can't do it yeah. and he looked at me he said listen you're going to have to nobody's coming for you for sure yeah. <laughs> I was like well thanks babe because yeah. the difference is between out there it's like well the car is three miles away yeah. I'm not carrying it yeah so I guess we're gonna, if we have to crawl out of here we'll yeah. crawl out of here and so for sure and it made me appreciate too just what a you know growing up just mouths and everything and running has made me just appreciate just what a mouth is yeah you know what i'm saying just what a mouth what goes into a mouth and just yeah. the mental toughness for like sure what i can like literally my mind will stop before my body or, and i can push my body past something if i can get my mind around it and that's why i love trail run you know obviously you have to be fit and you know you these road 5ks half marathons marathons for the most part is how fat you know physically fit am i am or if i'm racing somebody mm. with these longer trail races sooner or later you can be as fit as you want to be half the time is where's your head at today yeah. where are we at or you know and then can i be can i be mentally strong like if i'm you know racing somebody or having to be somewhere and can i be physically tougher than you or fit mentally tougher than you for the next however many hours and and sometimes it, co- it becomes less about how my legs are doing it's just work you know yeah. and, and i have learned through running you know, you know how people say you know the mind is you don't know how strong your mind is until i have learned that firsthand because you know you talk about small goals and everything and where can you start i tell people if i can you can and when i say that I told you how I was a big follower and everything, and I t- I would never. The running was never my goal. Fitness was the, getting healthier, mm-hmm. losing weight, wearing smaller clothes, feeling better about myself. That was this was never the goal for me. Run, you know, I you know wanted to run. You know, my I thought my last goal. I said, okay, I wanted to run a marathon. This was back. 2013, 2012, 2013. I said, I wanted to run a marathon. Because I said, oh, well, if Oprah can do it, <laughs> so can I. You know, Oprah, you see, Oprah, Oprah can get it. If Oprah can, I can. And so, <laughs> and so I did that. And so, and that's where it kind of, you know, everybody said, well, man, that created a monster out of you. Then, you know, well, I, I, you know, it, I guess it did, but it's my, the, my healthier lifestyle, I never was an outdoors person as a kid. Mm-hmm. Not played outdoors, but never. I can tell you different trees, mm-hmm. different types of mushrooms, different types of everything because just my love of the woods now, mm-hmm. love of outdoors. You know, a lot of people grow up you know, as kids lo- loving the outdoors. My love of the outdoors had, didn't come till I was a grown man mm-hmm. and everything. And so I am thankful for my lifestyle because it has, you know, for example, like 
I wouldn't have met Chrissy if I mm-hmm. wouldn't have been. We met, uh, well, we know none of each other, but we met this uh, summer of 2022 at the Charleston Distance Run. And so she, I just happened to, I, we just happened to be walking and we said, are you so-and-so? Are you so-and-so? And then, uh, you know, we're here now, yeah. you know, a year and a couple months later. Now we are the so-and-so. Yeah, we are the so-and-so. <laughs> you know, she's a, she's a runner yeah. too. So we had that in common. And so that was, I, I have met so many genuine people through this lifestyle. Yeah. And every, yeah. 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 Well, Brandon, we really appreciate you coming in today. I appreciate you and all we, having me. Um, again, I think if we just just one takeaway from the whole thing, and, and I think you would you would echo this is that it's just no matter where you're at, just make a small goal for yourself, a sustainable goal, and just just search some things out, try different things. You find that one thing that you love, and you get the hook for it, and you become a lobster. Yeah, because at the very the, the worst thing that can happen is you might not like it. Let's try something else. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Well, anyway, thank you very much, loyal table listeners, and we will see you next week. We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.